podcast. We are back. It is the midweek and Manchester City have done it again. Yes, big news has broken in the Premier League world. Manchester City's long-suspected financial doping has finally come to light. So what better time for me and Jack to jump in in between the Premier League fixtures? As always, I'm joined by a kind of under-the-weather Jack today. Um, So you may hear some sniffing and some uh, blowing off his trumpet nose. Jack, how are you, mate? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to try and I'm going to try and manage it effectively. There's a lot, a lot of tactical muting of the microphone. I'm here, no days off, baby. But yeah, I'm feeling a bit poorly for myself, but not as poorly as Manchester City are probably feeling today. No, sick as a dog right now, Manchester City. It's a complicated one. There's a lot of nuance with this one, and it's taken us a good bit of time to research, aka the last couple of hours, to put a cohesive format together for this one. But generally, we're just going to try and summarise it for the for the normal people. All right, there's a lot of uh, legalese going on in this, um, and we're going to try and break it down best we can, so we can all understand why Manchester City are cheaters. Legalese. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> yes, legalese, and believe me, there's a lot. So I figured that the best thing for me is to kind of explain the charges that have come in that broke on Monday to everyone's surprise. Um, so I'm just going to run through basically the key points. So Manchester City were charged by the Premier League for over 100 breaches of financial fair play, dating over between the 09-10 seasons and the 17-18 seasons. So Basically, from the 09 all the way to the end of 2018, we're looking at breaches of FFP over that period. City are accused by the Premier League of not providing accurate financial information, in particular with respect to its revenue, including sponsorship revenue, its related parties and its operating costs. Now, the club are also accused of not fully disclosing managerial remuneration for a four-year period. These related to the 09-10 seasons and the 2012-2013 seasons when Roberto Mancini was in charge. So, Don Roberto, mate. Taking money under the table. Money under the table. Um, So yeah, essentially, they also stand accused of breaching Premier Rules and Profit and Sustainability in 2015, 2016 and 2017-18. The Premier League has additionally alleged City did not comply with UEFA's regulations around club licensing and financial fair play in 2013-14 and between 2014-15 and 2017-18. So yeah, that was a lot of words. (laughs) Jack, do you want to summarise that for us, please? I am shocked. Such an ethical, <laughs> well-run club. Like I can't believe this. These allegations have come out of nowhere. There have been no warning signs whatsoever. I know. City, like, for the club with the highest sponsorship turnover in the world, you'd never expect this. They've always been such a big club. They've always Massive had club. big sponsorship deals. Yeah, okay. Maybe all the sponsors came from one specific country. But that's fine. They're very, very popular in that specific country, you know? I wish you know, that we Liverpool joke. could get so many deals in that country. So Jack has touched on what I think is one of the key points in this whole... Uh, oh, let's call it... It's a saga, isn't it? It's a saga. And we've actually been it here before a, a couple of years ago, but we'll come back. Um, Jack touched on a very key point there. I think this is the main thing and the main violation which is, are their sponsorship incomes legit? Or are they all coming from a suspicious person in Abu Dhabi? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I think every, at this point, it seems like every single business in Abu Dhabi has an investment sponsorship in Man City. And I think that's very good marketing from Man City. You know? 
that's it really. so but more the serious argument, point yeah it definitely break the rules just, just so anyone who's not understanding my like sarcasm this is not surprising they're so doped the fact that they were found guilty and then they got off it previously only heightens the fact that this is not surprising I'm just surprised that it was announced if anything well apparently it caught everyone at City by surprise judging from reports um, they woke up Monday just be, just lost to Tottenham but they weren't thinking about the Premier League bringing these charges now this is a four year investigation coming to the fore by the Premier League and this all uh, sparked off from dispute remember dispute came out with the uh, the football leagues the mm-hmm. German tabloid came out with it, and Man City were the kind of uh, the main character in that whole report um, and so it does tie in with the whole UEFA breach um I forgot what the word is what the charges that UEFA brought against him in 2020 but we will come on to that but I, what I want to mention um, and me and Jack touched on this last time as well is uh, Man- Manchester City's commercial revenue for I think the season or the year just gone by has actually surpassed Manchester United's I think for the first time or maybe just under Manchester United's but very comparable also to Real Madrid's to number one no it's number one it's number, number one, one, one in the world apparently god it's you would have thought they would have been club. like you would have thought they would have yeah. gone like top three, you know, just like don't yeah. make it so obvious, you know, because clearly you can't grow <laughs> an organic fan base and commercial partners in just 15 years since Abu Dhabi took over. Otherwise, United would have done it and they would be triple fold, right? Or Real Madrid. It's just so I'm unlikely. Saying, do you remember Do you remember in The Incredibles where like the son is in like a foot race and the parents are like trying to like be like, right, just finish like close second, close second. And he's going like that. That's what Man City should have done because they obviously could outspend everyone. By far, that is so true. Shit you need to pull that. But it's up. just like, yeah, it's just like, guys, be smart. You know, don't just fucking go ahead. Of That's what I think. Bayamoffs. The key point is, is, is they stupid. have been, they have been really smart. You think about yes, they've spent billions of, you know. FFP approved money revenue streams you know I'm doing the uh, doing the fingers here uh, but Manchester United for example have spent billions and wasted it squandered it you know Manchester mm-hmm. City to their credit you know they did spend their billions wisely but at what cost what comes next now for City now what I understand is this is not going to be this is not going to be over anytime soon there's not going to be an outcome for this season any punishments will not affect this season so Arsenal fans you know, temper your expectations. They're not getting deducted 15. It's not going to happen this season. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, the future suddenly looks very bleak for where it was just serene for City previously. Yeah, there is a bit of a malaise at the moment on the pitch as well. You know, they're selling a lot of good players or just getting rid of them, not really replacing them. They're dropping more points than they do normally. They look a little, a little vulnerable in the way that a ridiculously invincible team looks a little more human they're still really good but yeah now with all this noise going on as well it's an interesting time everything's just looking Arsenal this season my man everyone else is shrugs in so <laughs> no, many if ways they got, if they got like relegated here and now just literally bang instant relegation then it, you know you could actually say it's all Arsenal incidentally actually um, so basically where we are if this is Premier League handed it over to their own um, independent commission they're going to mm-hmm. basically going to and this independent um, commission is going to basically decide the outcome and the uh, God, I can't even talk today mate I'm really struggling the penalties that City <laughs> may, may may receive um, and what's funny about that guess who's heading it up 
an avid Arsenal fan. <laughs> oh, is it? Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah, so we can trust him to turn the screw proper. We can trust him. But yeah, as I say, the timeline is like two to three years, but the cloud's going to hang over them now. Now, City came out with a really, really interesting statement, which I want to read out to you guys. Uh, this was in response to the Premier League statement as well. So Manchester City FC is surprised by the issuing of these alleged breaches of the Premier League rules particularly given the extensive engagement and vast amount of detailed materials that the EPL has been provided with. The club welcomes the review of this matter by an independent commission to impartially consider the comprehensive body of irrefutable evidence that exists in support of its position. As such, we look forward to this matter being put to rest once and for all. That's quite a strong statement, that. That is a statement Mm -hmm. of people who really... uh, They're either doubling down on the lie, which we've seen is kind of how these things operate, or they genuinely believe that they found the loophole and they've done nothing wrong. What do you think, Jack? They were very, very bullish when it came out for UEFA as well. And UEFA were chasing yeah. them. They were so, so bullish. And we know why they were bullish, because they got most of it time-barred. So what they did was they... So in legalism, in US legalism, there's a thing called filibusting, or filibuster, which is after this name of a historic US lawyer called, I don't know, something filibust. And basically what he did was he realised that if he talked and gave his closing remarks for long enough, they could push back the the court case until Monday, or something like that. So they had the weekend to then put a proper defence together. And that's basically what Man City did. They just kept dragging their heels and not providing information and just being difficult and challenging every single thing until we got over that, that threshold of time where it had been too long ago and UEFA was no longer really able to go after it because it had been 10 years or something. So mm. that's why they were so bullish last time because they were just super uncooperative, which is not very sporting, by the way. Not very, uh, yeah, not very like in good faith, I'd say. So that says well, a lot funny about that. the slight arrogance of it, I'd, I think. And maybe that's a similar approach here, but there's no time barring in this Premier League investigation. That's the key. Yeah, it's funny that you should mention that because I understand through the athletic that Manchester City have also been dragging their heels with the Premier League investigation as well hiding behind an army of lawyers not handing over documents and obviously trying to elongate the whole investigation best they can now as always if you are innocent why would you have so much to hide why would you make it so difficult Mm -hmm. surely you'd act in a transparent manner so yes I think there is certain I mean it's obvious isn't it but we all just took it as a given you know they've just been pumped with loads of oil money it's sports washing you know we, we, due to Abramovich I think we've become kind of just accustomed to these sugar daddies coming into English football and just you know spunking millions into it so yeah it's almost like you say when you refer back to what you said at the beginning of the pod it's almost a surprise that anything's actually even happened that they've even you know yep. pursued these charges right 100% I don't know what happens now I really don't know what happens now, but I guess that's part of the discussion point, isn't it? Maybe we can talk about that. What what the potential punishments or implications are of this? And segue. It should be noted that they're they're very wide ranging because there's actually not as much as we like to imagine it. There's not there's not a spreadsheet where X number <laughs> thirty financial transgressions no. equals this. Forty is this. One hundred. Well. You're looking at this three years in jail, but there's no, there's none there's of that. There's no magic formula. It's completely no, this is why it, it's completely blank. So it's interesting because well, it, it could be anything. Well, this is it. It can range from this nothing 
to everything, which is quite funny. Right, so before we move on to the implications, I did want to differentiate. So the reason why City got off their 2020 UEFA breach um, charges is because, as Jack said, too much time had elapsed since the original charges um, took place. So they took it to CAS, which is the court of arbitration for sport and they overturned it in that same year in 2020 now this time it is different cast cannot get involved because it has been referred to the premier league's own independent judicial panel so uh just wanted to clarify that the same outcome won't happen cast cannot save their asses this time it's going to premier league's own uh panel to review everything so it's a little bit more serious guys but we now well like Jack said, let's what i would say is that they do get to choose one representative for the panel. So they choose one, the Premier League choose one, and then one's appointed independently or something like that. So they do still yeah, have a little bit of uh, wiggle room there. They've got at least one vote. I imagine. suspect it will be biased towards the Premier League on this one. I feel like they've got to come down hard the Premier League and make an example to ensure. They've got to protect its product, right? Cass is, is, is way more impartial than a Premier League appointed judicial panel doesn't matter about who's your representative or whatnot. yeah there's definitely more uh, other club influence and power in this one I mean literally everyone else has got a vested interest in seeing them get in trouble as opposed to Man City it does feel a bit like everyone's piling onto this especially those that are competing with them at the top of the table there's a vested interest in seeing them suffer definitely for definitely, sporting but... and professional and competitive reasons they got away with it for so bloody long, isn't it? You know what I mean? So, you know, it, you reap what you sow. So anyway, implications. Now, this is kind of infinite, isn't it? The possible punishments and the possible implications. Because how far do you go? Do we go to every team that City's knocked out in the Champions League? Do you know what I mean? Like, How deep do you go with this? Which is why it's such a kind of interesting topic. Because it's, the more you look so into you it, the more it expands. You can't change the past. I suspect you can't change well, specific things you say that do you remember Sheffield United kicking up a fuss when West Ham stayed up because of Carlos Tevez's goal true now what with that? Did they get Sheffield United were paid 20 million in reparations and lost out TV revenue um, other things 20 mils a big fine bro it's a big fine we get that, that one... to Bellingham money baby Ooh. well exactly because <laughs> how bear that in mind that that was successful in the English courts now think about since 2009 to 2018 that's probably oh, my maths is off how many seasons is that 9 10 seasons yeah, yeah? there thereabouts depending, where you, okay. depending how you split it yeah okay so that's what 27 to 30 clubs relegated over that period so those those clubs will play twice against City in a season. So what's that? Sixty games, sixty games where City absolutely. What? Who's to say that each club will make a claim in the same way that Sheffield United did against West Ham? Yeah, the mind boggles how far it could go. And they have if the Sheffield United case was, you know, successful. There's no reason to think why this wouldn't be successful if they are found guilty. Of course, this is all on the premise that they are found guilty of at least let's say fifty breaches, right? enough to it to be serious they are they are guilty in terms of the investigation they've been found guilty they're just appealing it oh yeah that's true yeah 
Thank you for clarifying that, Chuck. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> Off with their heads. <laughs> and then, of course, we, if we look at the other end of the scale, let's talk about Liverpool last season. What about Manchester United under, was it Jose? Maybe even under Oli as yeah. well. They got two second place finishes, didn't they? Yeah, mate. We got three 90 point seasons and nothing to show for them. Exactly. You know, how far back do we go? Now, I do not think for a second that they're just going to award the Premier League to the, to the runner-ups for all these seasons. It just isn't going to happen like that, you know? Um, and most likely, these like relegated it. teams. It's super hollow as well. I don't really super want hollow. to go from, like... I mean, already we've got the only Premier League title of my lifetime in the COVID season, so we never got a parade. If we're then awarded another two for nothing, you know, for cheating... Oh, it's a bit rubbish, isn't it? I feel like I'm still waiting... I agree and I think a lot of fans even fans who would have been awarded the title United fans I think they'd agree too I don't think anyone wants to win it under these circumstances but okay but then we rule out that which is kind of like reparations in a way and they have to be hit with a massive financial bill if only to make a statement that you cannot do this right it's not going to be like oh two million it's got to be like massive to deter people from continuing financial otherwise what's the What's the threat yeah, well, of carrying on dope? You know what I mean? Like, why wouldn't I just carry on if you're just going to no slap me with a two mil bill? There's no yeah. deterrent, right? Nine seasons of glory, one season of, you know, ban. I think it's worth it. So the only thing I can think of is either transfer bans, but again, a year's transfer ban like Chelsea, who cares? Like, who fucking cares? <laughs> or yeah, points deduction, which would be quite serious. And, you know, look at Juventus with their current scandal. Maybe well, that is the, the blueprint. I'm glad you said Juventus. I had a thought. Do you remember Juventus got relegated to Serie B for match fixing? That yeah. is another potential case. They could just get sent sent down, just knocked down. And some players will stay, some will go. But yeah, it's like two seasons kind of out, stumbling around a bit. That could be it. But then I did hear an interesting thing, which was that there's no reason the Championship have to accept them, and why would they? Why would any of the championship clubs go, oh yeah, we'll have City, that's fine. There's another season <laughs> in the championship guaranteed, you know. Are they, are so they like, allowed to though? Where, just keep where would going. they go? We just keep Run going. Them, Send them all the oh. way down to Wrexham. Oh, that'd be incredible to be fair. I, I can't see that happening either though. You know, Abby Darby no, will just either. buy the championship either. or something ridiculous, you know. I can't, mm. I can't see them getting relegated. I almost feel like Premier League... Has, I don't know it's all about the Premier League's view on this but surely they damage their own brand if they relegate Manchester City on one hand but if they don't come down hard enough on, on the other hand then they damage their product in the sense that the integrity of the competition is kind of diminished right yeah it's a really it's, hard choice it's a really difficult one because even a points deduction this season doesn't help anyone apart from like people this season and so it basically just helps Arsenal more than anyone and I doubt that, the Premier League would want to be adequate? this kind of deciding. Yeah, I I don't think they'd want to get involved in a title race. I just I think they're no. going to let it play out. There's no way they can do a points deduction this season, and it would. You know, like as an Arsenal fan, if we won it due to a 15 point deduction for City, then that's really fucking hollow, that isn't it? And I couldn't bear yeah. our first title in what 19 years to just be asterisked. 100. percent well, I'll maybe see how you feel. If you're 14 points behind with one game to go, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll change my mind then. I would definitely change my mind then. Um, yeah, I, I honestly don't know what an adequate punishment would be at this time. 
I've I've literally been thinking about it for three hours, but it depends how deep you go. I because think 100 offences over 10 years, I, I honestly feel like you can strip them of their titles for those seasons, some of them. Because they did that to Juventus back in the day. They stripped them of the, the titles that they won in those two years and they relegated them. Bro, imagine being stripped of... But that's so crazy. Like, in the 2010s, you would just have, like, this massive gap of no one winning. <laughs> the crazy part... Oh, no, it doesn't include the Aguero season, does it? But imagine if it did. Or maybe it does. It does. That Aguero it does, moment. It does, bro. Of history. No, it does. Just remove it. It does. And then, obviously, all these players technically aren't winners, right? They have to return their medals. Like, <laughs> Yeah, put them in the shredder. It's wild. Amazing. It's wild. It's going to be so interesting over the next couple of years. Give all the medals to Stevie G. Just give it to him. He's had a hard time since that moment. Everything's not gone quite right. Management's not worked out. Playing time hasn't worked out. Give it to Stevie. That is the most pity party thing I've ever heard. There's no way. Stevie, no, no. no. Honestly, I actually don't know if you could strip them from their titles. I just feel like that... I feel like the whole thing's stressing me out. I really don't know what an adequate punishment is for this. I would like to see yeah, a relegation, to be fair, and a points deduction. A relegation but... would be hilarious. I, f- mm, I don't know. Or, like, an insanely large fine, because they have doped the shit out of themselves for 10 years, so... This is it. It's I actually a really I don't know the figures, problem, but it's probably, it? like, five, six hundred mil minimum that's been inflated, if not more. So... Just make them share that out yeah. amongst Inf- the other 19 clubs, maybe. Well, this is it, inflating the value of their commercial deals, isn't it? It's pretty bad. Because that you do that, the only reason they've done that, right, it's not, is to literally escape FFP. It's not like yeah. for another reason. The only reason they've done it like that is to avoid FFP. I think that it, has to be just, taken into consideration as well. It's like where people get done for tax tax evasion. And there's a difference between reducing your taxable income and just straight up trying to avoid paying it. You know, and yeah. that's the difference. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The intention is different than this. That's yeah. a really One good is point. criminal and one you... is not. And what they've done is criminal. So moving away from, you know, the kind of illegal punishment point of view, and look at the wider kind of how this affects City. Now, the players apparently were com- caught completely unaware, they weren't informed by the club. Uh, Pep Guardiola was informed by the club ahead of, of this coming out the players weren't the players found out like we did through family and friends and the media A will it affect them e- even if it's just in the short term because this is going to drag on for 2-3 to three years I don't expect it to affect them for 2-3 to three years they're athletes they're not they're not lawyers but in the longer term you know forgetting, tr- forgetting transfer bans and whatnot, could we see City's project becoming a little bit less Alluring to top footballers in the way that it has been for the past couple of years. I think so, because if you don't know what the punishment is, you wouldn't want to sign for City with the one percent chance you end up playing in League Two next year. It's very unlikely, mm. but it exists. And if you're a good player, you have so many options. You wouldn't want to risk that situation, would you? Why would you? You don't know what the punishment is yet. You want to see how it plays out before you commit. Then. So you it. think that's they could be handicapped at least career. until. At least until the ruling's made then. Like, I know that I'm saying this from a biased opinion, and just for the record, I don't believe for a second that Bellingham is going to join Liverpool because we're fucking terrible. But, like, someone (laughs) like him, if he had a choice of Real Madrid, Liverpool, City, and he was erring towards City, he might now be erring towards Real Madrid instead because he's like, 
I don't know what's going to happen. It could be a year, it could be two years. You know, we could. I, yeah. Do I want? Do I want that? Do I want to like purposely get involved with that at the moment? Probably not. Mm. So I think mm. the best players, particularly early in their careers, will question whether it's worth getting all that baggage until it's resolved. I think I agree with you there, mate. I think I really agree with you there. It just doesn't seem to be an upside to joining them at the moment. And, you know, equally, would we see maybe more players wanting to leave City as a result of this whole ruling? I think the younger players, again, might might question it. I'm trying to think who specifically. Well, you say younger players. What about established players? What about Haaland, who was rumoured to have a Real Madrid clause in 2024 in his contract? Do you think he's going to... Mm edge towards that maybe a bit more now what about Rodri potentially you know, Rodri yeah, Rodri could have his pick of any club really couldn't he or even Diaz it's hard to say depends how they manage it yeah it's, that's a tough one it's a really tough one it's just so There's uncertain so many. if I had a really short career and I had five years left potentially of top flight football I'd probably want to secure it with a team that I definitely knew was going to be competing for the biggest trophies. Yeah, you want you want assurances as a top level footballer, which Man City have been able to give them financially, best manager in the world, best facilities. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's there's no downside to City other than their really boring kit. No offense, um, <laughs> <laughs> terrible fans as well. But you know, before Woo-hoo! we woo, I've never before met we finish so up, comment. oh. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> Zing, man. Right at the end. So it's only a quick one today, but there is one more thing I want to touch on before we wrap this one up. Is Pep Guardiola. Now, mm. I've got a little bit on Pep here. Now, like when he was asked about the UEFA charges in 2020, um, these comments were made in May 2022, and they were asked. he was asked by a journalist about you know his thoughts on the whole situation. And he said, Why did I defend the club and the people? It's because I work with them. When they were accused of something, I asked them, tell me about that. They explained and I believed them. I said to them, if you lie to me the day after I am not here, I will be out and I will not be your friend anymore. I put my faith in you because I believe you 100% from day one and I defend the club because of that. That is an unbelievably strong statement from Pep. Right? Yeah, there's no ambiguity there. That's very clear. And I feel like he's that kind of guy. He's very clever, Pep. He is, he's thrown the gauntlet down for his employers isn't he he's basically saying I defended you based off what you said and I work with these people and I'll back them but if you're lying to me I'm done you know do you think they were lying to him or do you think he is aware that they were financially doping as well he's incredibly smart I really doubt he looks at the sponsorship deals and goes yeah, that's legit that checks out we yeah this is coming world. from a guy who like every season berates the fans for not turning up <laughs> he knows yeah. better the most yeah I'm not saying he knew the lengths of it but he's not an idiot like everyone knew they were doping for sure same way PSG was and PSG got done as well for it like you don't just go from like being a relatively mid-table club to being like yeah the best team in the world that just doesn't happen without doping financial doping by the way not 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 Olympics Russian doping although how deep does well, that go well <laughs> that's probably that's probably the next the next big Pandora's box of football that's going to open up to be perfectly honest with you um, what a shock if we saw Pep leave 
I don't think it's out of the question it. anymore. I don't think it's out of the question anymore because he does seem like a man of principle. And does he want to stick around in something again, just like the players? He's the best man. Well, in the I feel world. like, and he's been he there for tarnishes, time. Yeah, I feel like it tarnishes his legacy if they are proven guilty and he continues and carries on defending the club so staunchly, right? Yeah, 100%. Because he's also got a bit of an unfair reputation that he only won the Champions League because he had Messi and then he was a flop at Bayern. And now if he's at City and they've been, you know, cheating, basically, and gaining an unfair advantage yeah. financially, he doesn't like having all these asterisks around him when he's quite clearly the best manager in the world. But they do exist if he stays there. But the thing is, he, he chose... He had the choice of, dare I say it, all the English clubs at the time would have taken him. He, he made a beeline for City he knew what he was getting into I don't know he's got to bear some responsibility and like you say he's too smart to not question like is this fully compliant you know I'm yeah. sure imagine he had suspicions like um, the commercial director comes in for their like monthly sync and he's like Pep I'm so excited you've got three new sponsors you're going to have such a big transfer kitty this January so we've got <laughs> Abby Darby Sewage Abu Dhabi National Zoo Abu Dhabi <laughs> Toilet Paper he's like mate 100 mil I'm gassed <laughs> yeah, we just bought two new left backs <laughs> I guess you wouldn't question Come it on. though would you I would probably oh maybe Pep is ignorant of it man Pep's not out here securing deals yeah. is he you know like he's involved he's involved in football operations he's not involved in securing the next partnership in Abu Dhabi so I'm going to say for the ignorant Willfully ignorant, willfully ignorant on Pep's part. Now that brings us to the end of this special feature. Unless you have something else to say, Joe. I've got one very special thing to say. Uh, bear with me. Want to give a shout out to our first listener from the continent of Asia, and that is you, Avanav. Shout out to you, my man. Shout out, Avanav, man. Thank you for your listens and spread the word. Asia, we're half Asian. Do better. Love you, though. Well, we're half Malaysian, bro. So he's really from the fatherland, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so love that, mate. Love that. You're a gas, mate. So look, if you want to get a shout out, if you want to be, if you want your name immortalised on this pod, right, you need to start shouting <laughs> us out, right? Because it made us very happy, Avanav. I'm not ashamed to say it. It made me very happy when we saw that. So thank you. Appreciate it. We're going to continue chugging. And you're going to continue listening. Otherwise, we're going to come to your door and we're going to dox you. And we're going to reveal your address and IP to everyone. <laughs> um, He's serious. He's done it before. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even... I'm smiling, but it's not a joke. Have enough. If you don't... If I don't... If I see someone drop off from Malaysia, and I'll know. <laughs> I will fucking know if it's you. Then we're going to have problems, mate. We're going to have problems. Uh, I don't even know if he is from Malaysia. I'm going to check the facts before he's... Oh, man, I was going off Someone's your evidence, bro. <laughs> All the Avanavs and KL are just getting absolutely hammered. But <laughs> oh. no, no, guys, we love it. We love it. I mean, give us ideas, give us topics. Like we like doing stuff like this one, which is just away from the matches. We're actually quite. Yeah. We're varied people. We're varied fucking people. We've got a broad range of skills and topics. Look, we're very mm-hmm. versatile. Look at us, mate. Versatile. Legalism dropped today where did that come from yeah boom boom there's been a lot of big words in this pod right. for me so I do apologise Hugh 
quick fire round. This is unscripted, so this could go really wrong. What is the punishment that you want to see? I'll go first so you can see that I'm not taking this very seriously. I'd like to see every Premier League club get to choose one of City's players and have them on loan for a season. That would be a fun punishment, <laughs> I think. Oh, I thought we were going for ones, but fair enough. <laughs> I think it should go on overall ranking over the 10 doped years. So I think Liverpool will probably be close, close to the top four, so we'll probably get Foden, Haaland or KDB. I can work with that. So, I'm going to go dose mine in a bit of reality. And I, I would prefer to see a severe points deduction rather than a relegation because they'll just walk the championship and they'll be back whereas if they got like a 45 point deduction I'd love to see them try and make up a 45 point deduction you know just like absolutely tank them for a season in the Prem where the max that they can get if they win every game is like 40 points so they're fighting relegation anyway and then they might go down do you know what I mean like just elongate the pain for them elongate the pain man. <laughs> would that season be any specific season by chance well, I'm so confident we're going to win the season that it doesn't even need to be the season, bro. It doesn't even need to be the season. Yeah, Mikel's at the wheel, Sam. Talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't disagree with you. Yeah, cool. I know. I just love to see them on a minus 45. So, yeah, we'll leave it at that. Cool minus 45 for City. They've been very naughty, and they, in two, three years, may be on the naughty step. So. That was a really shit way to sign off. See you at the weekend. Goodbye. (laughs) See you later, everyone.